Good evening, everyone. This is Julia Rothrock. I will be clerking the meeting this evening. We're going to need about 30 seconds before a call to order so that our team can start live streaming the meeting online. I will advise when 30 seconds begins. 30 seconds has begun. Chair, staff is ready when you are. Good evening. Welcome to the Monday, May 1st, 2023 Sacramento Youth Commission meeting. The meeting is now called to order. Will the clerk please call the roll to establish a quorum? Thank you, Chair. Commissioners, please unmute for roll call. Commissioner Bisrat. is absent. Commissioner Bergen? Here. Commissioner Fitt? Is absent. Here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, is present. Commissioner Fong? Here. Commissioner Segura? Here. Commissioner Morley? Commissioner Morley is absent. Commissioner Mukadar? Here. Commissioner Abolo is absent. Commissioner Patel? Here. Commissioner Corliss? Here. Oh, sorry. Um, it was actually Vice Chair Miller Segura. Here. Present. Thank you. And Chair Sue? Present. Thank you. We have a quorum. I would like to remind members of the public and chambers that if you would like to speak on an agenda item, please turn in a speaker slip when the item begins. For members of the public who wish to join virtually, please refer to the agenda for the Zoom link. Once you have joined the meeting and wish to speak, Raise your hand to provide public comment when the chair confirms that the public comment uh, when the, when the chair confirms the public comment speaking period for your desired item. Online, if you are online, click on raise hand on the bottom of your screen. If you're in the mobile app, you can raise your hand by tapping the raise hand in the more tab. If you are calling via telephone to raise your hand, dial star nine, then unmute to unmute, then to unmute, dial star six. Speakers will be called on by the last four digits of their phone number. You'll have two minutes to speak once you are called on. After the first speaker, we will no longer expect spe accept speaker slips and the raise hand feature in Zoom will be disabled. We will now proceed with today's agenda. Please rise for the opening acknowledgements in honor of today's Sacramento indigenous people and tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nisenan people, the Southern Maidu, Valley and Plains Miwok, Putwin, Wintun peoples, and the people of the Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe. May we acknowledge and honor the native people who came before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather together today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's indigenous people's history, contributions, and lives. Thank you. Please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Our first business today is approval of the consent calendar. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on the consent calendar? Thank you, Chair. I have no speaker slips and no hands raised online. Um, thank you. Are there any members of the commission who would wish to speak on this item? Is there a motion and second for the consent calendar? All motion. I'll second that motion. Um, motion by Commissioner Fong and second by Commissioner Bergen. Um, will the clerk please call roll for a vote? Commissioner Fong? Here. Commissioner Bergen? Here. 
All right, commissioners, please unmute for the vote. Commissioner Bisrat. Aye. Commissioner Bergen. Aye. Commissioner Fitt. Aye. Commissioner Fong. Aye. Commissioner Morley. Is Aye. Commissioner Mukadar? Aye. Commissioner Ubolu is absent. Commissioner Patel? Aye. Commissioner Corliss? Aye. Vice Chair Miller Sugura? Aye. Chair Sue? Aye. Thank you. The motion passes. Um, next item is supposed to be item number two, but I'm gonna request that we move that after item number four so that the ordering of the way that the staff presents the items will like make more sense. Um, yeah, okay. So formerly item number three, now item number two, um, is the direction on recruitment based on scope of the Sacramento Children's Fund Planning and Oversight Commission. Is there a staff presentation? Yes, thank you, Chair. I'm Mindy Cuppy, your city clerk. So I'm going to talk briefly about the Sacramento Children's Fund Planning and Oversight Commission. So what is the Sacramento Children's Fund? A lot of you have been hearing about this for months and months and months, even before it was voted on. But um, this was passed by the voters in November of 2022, and it's now Sacramento City Charter. So this is a fund maintained and accounted for separately um, from the general fund. And so what we're here to talk about tonight is not the fund itself, but recruitment for that commission. So we're looking to establish the Sacramento Children's Fund Planning and Oversight Commission. So I wanna share with you um, what our plans are for the appointment, what the qualifications are, and then ask for some input um, from the commission. So this is a nine member commission. One member is appointed by the mayor and one members by each council member, so we'll have nine total. So members of the city council shall endeavor to constitute a commission that reflects the demographic profile of the city's youth. And each commission member must have personal experience as a consumer, pastor, president of youth services, demonstrated knowledge and professional experience in youth development theory, youth program implementation, or youth program evaluation. So um, what they're going to do, the power and duty of the commission. So in consultation with um, this body, the Sacramento Youth Commission, they will develop a five-year strategic plan and submit that to the council for adoption. So they will conduct an annual review um, each five-year strategic investment plan before the end of the third year of the plan. They will review and accept annual service performance reports, three-year youth impact evaluation reports, five-year youth impact um, performance reports, and fiscal and performance audit reports. And then of course, they'll make recommendations to the city council as a result of the review of those plans and reports. So with recruitment, um, we do expect recruitment to open in late May. We're going to advertise on our website via um, media and communications channels. Um, our social media collateral will be provided to council office to include in their newsletters and for them to outreach constituents. And we anticipate that the commission will be seated in August. So that concludes my presentation. Um, I do anticipate the commission will have a lot of work in the first couple of months, but after that probably we'll have quarterly meetings to review that work plan and then review annual reports. So I'm available if you have any questions or comments on the recruitment process. Thank you for the presentation. Are there any commissioners who would like to speak on this item? Uh, Vice Chair Miller Skura. Uh, could you remind us on the age range of commissioners on this commission? Sir, there is actually no age range. So you could apply to be on this commission. Yeah, as Mr. you know, there are certain, um, you're probably referring, there's quite a few of our commissions have a youth seat designated for a youth person on the commission, the police commission, the parks commission, arts. Um, and major youth community advisory commission this commission has no age requirements for any of the seats and thank i you. always thank you and i always like to remind you that most seats on commissions don't have a minimum age so 
um, all of you are probably eligible for most seats on most commissions. Commissioner Fong. Um, I was just wondering, because it said in the report that we'd be consulting with the commission, how would this work? Like, would this be in a regular, like, business meeting that we'd consult with them? So most likely the, um, the newly formed commission will come to the Sacramento Youth Commission. We'll either have um, collaborative meetings, um, but those most likely will be noticed meetings um, and it'll either be either a joint meeting or they'll have a representative from their commission present to you to work collaboratively. So that's something that once that commission is formed, they will be deciding how to make that happen. Great, I just realized I skipped public comment. Can we go back to do that? Um, clerk, are there any members of the public who would wish to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. I have no speaker slips. I do have two members of the public with their hands raised online. Um, call in user one. I'm going to unmute you now. Yes, my name is Lambert Davis, and as I listen to the city clerk explain this commission, I was glad to hear that the information would be linked to each city council district's newsletter, because that's important, because with all the modern technology that's available, there should be no excuse for getting the information out to underserved communities. In underserved communities, they have everything that they need to be informed, but when you use little tricks to keep them from being informed, then that's something that I monitor. So I, I, that's a great idea to link newsletters in every district, including the mayor, I hope, because he does a great job outreaching to underserved communities through newsletters. So again, Minty should get a raise and get a sabbatical for that information. Thank you. Thank you for your comment. Next, I have uh, Monica. Hello, yes, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Awesome. Good evening, members of the Sacramento Youth Commission. It's really awesome to be online with you all. And I just want to second the uplifting of Mindy's work. Um, I hope that put a smile on your face, Mindy. I'm, I'm sure everybody agrees that you do a lot of amazing things. Um, I just want to uh, draw your attention, point your attention to one of the e-comments that I made on this agenda item. I don't want to read it verbatim, but I did uh, also call into the City's Personnel and Public Employee Commission meeting when they heard this item at their April 18th meeting. Some of the points that I wanted to bring up and hopefully the Youth Commission will take them into consideration is that this body, this Sacramento Youth Commission, you can all request that um, there be a clearly outlined process through which this Planning and Oversight Commission work collaboratively with you. Um, that was written into the measure that the commission and and that, that appointed committee and this Sacramento Youth Commission should work together. And I think that you can request that that well, be clearly outlined. The second highest pay, you should be the highest pay. Oh, sorry. Um, and the other thing I wanted to point out was that the Sacramento Youth Commission can also uplift the need for youth seats. Uh, I think Mindy just mentioned that there is no age range. And so I'm also curious to know how that would work if the commissioners themselves would apply to this planning and oversight committee. Uh, hopefully there's no conflict there because I think that would be awesome. But having youth members on this planning and oversight commission ensures that there's youth voice every step of this process. And so that's really important. And the last thing I wanted to mention was that equity definitely should be embedded in every part of the implementation process in city policies, including this commission. So having people with lived experience would be super important um, as they're appointed. So. We just look forward to working with you all, um, uh, you know, as this process moves along and I'm happy to, you know, be in contact with any of you. So thank you. Thank you. 
Chair, I have no more comments. Cool, thank you. Um, apologies that we skipped that before we moved on to commissioner comments. Um, any other commissioners would like to comment on this item? Okay, um, I'm, I'm gonna say a few things. Um, so first off, um, person who just spoke, um, her name is Monica. She works with SAC Kids First, who is, which is a coalition of nonprofit organizations in Sacramento um, that basically has a whole bunch of different nonprofits that work for youth. SAC Kids First was the driving coalition slash organization behind Measure L. They did a lot of the work to like get the campaign started and stuff like that. And um, like all like the lawn signs and stuff, all the campaign material, all that stuff um, was kind of headed up by SAC Kids First. Um, and I, I did a lot of work on Measure L. That's kind of like why I know like all this stuff. Um, and Monica's super, super awesome. And I agree with everything that she said. And I think that um, we should like move forward with that stuff. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of to give some credibility to what Monica said. Um, next, um, for those who didn't have the opportunity to review um, what Measure L is, um, the voter guide, which was printed up in the staff report, is kind of like confusing and stuff like that. Basically, it there's, there's a city general fund, and the general fund is what the city can spend on like separate things. Um, the children's fund would take what is each year 15% of the cannabis revenue, cannabis tax revenue, and put it into a separate children's fund um, that would only be able to be spent on youth things. Um, and this commission that they're asking us for feedback on is the commission that would dictate where this money goes. Um, so it's a big deal, 15% of the city's cannabis tax fund is about $10 million a year. So it's a lot of money and this, um, like this commission and Measure L was like a huge step towards bringing more funding towards youth in a more equitable way, equitable way um, so that youth have more accessible programs um, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so that's, that's like kind of background knowledge. Um, before I go to other commissioner comments, um, can I just clarify with you, Mindy, what types of like comments are you looking from us specifically? Like, are you looking for um, like how how we think y'all should implement like getting people to apply, like recruitment basically, or like like social media, like ideas and stuff like that. Um, Absolutely, the purpose of this presentation is really, my role in this is seating the commission. So getting the right people into on the commission. So how can we outreach? Um, I know these are direct appointments of the mayor and council. Um, so we're really relying on them to get the word out. But if you have any other recommendations on, on how I can outreach, um, I'd appreciate it. Um, now we'll go to Commissioner Comments. Um, Commissioner Bizrat. Um, I have two questions. My first being, um, you mentioned the criteria that these potential candidates would have to meet before they um, qualify for the for this body. Um, I was wondering what in specific, like you mentioned, um, youth development theory and stuff like that. Um, is there anything you could like pinpoint exactly? Um, that's a great question. So if we go back to, so really, um, I think you got, have tr gone to um, YDI training. Um, you do some capacity building training with here. That would probably qualify. Um, so those are statements that I might look to my attorney to, to appoint. But um, if you believe that you have those qualifications, definitely apply. And it will be up to the council member or the mayor um, to, to weigh the qualifications of each candidate and to move you know, who they believe has the most qualifications forward. And um, if people in this body would be interested in applying, would there be any conflicts? You know, I can't foresee a lot of conflicts other than if there was a quorum of this commission. So, um, which I don't think we would get there since this is, we have so many seats on this commission. Um, I could see if that was a seven member commission and five of you wanted to sit on that commission, we could have a, a, a conflict, but I can't imagine that we would. I'm looking to my city attorney to opine on that. Yeah, I, I think the concern is that uh, because the measure calls for coordination of the two commissions, if you had members overlap, then that would negate the ability to coordinate. Um, so I think it was envisioned to be two separate bodies so that we can have the benefit of this commission providing information and 
has stated, coordinating with another body entirely. So if you're interested, though, let's talk about it, and we'll definitely make sure that um, if you are interested in doing both, we can, or if you wanted to serve on one or the other, we figure out what is the most appropriate role for you. Thank you. Of course. Commissioner Patel. Thank you for your presentation. My question is, I know that um, Chair Sue was discussing how money is going to youth-oriented issues. Um, do you have any specific examples of, de of these? Do these include like certain programs, scholarships, what types of things is the money going to? So that's a great question, and that's the five-year plan that this commission is, is tasked with creating. Um, and if I may add to that, um, like Mindy said, it's basically up to the commission to decide what happens with that, but written into the measure, there's an emphasis on like increasing equity um, within um, Sacramento and giving more funding to like underserved communities. So that's like a part of emphasis of the measure. Um, Commissioner Fong. Um, I have two things. So wasn't it 40% of the cannabis tax? Correct me if I'm wrong though. But yeah, it probably it probably was forty percent. Um, it's it's wh whatever is equivalent to ten million dollars, um, which is probably forty percent. Now that you said, yeah. Yeah, and then how would the planning and oversight commission be different, like, from this one? Like, would the meetings also be like open to the public, like this one? Yes, absolutely. The commission will be a Brown Act body, as you are. So there will be agendas for each uh, meeting. Um, they'll sit here at the dais uh, and deliberate as you do, and the meetings will be open to the public. There'll be video stream, there'll be audio recordings, um, and members of the public will participate here in chambers or they can virtually. Vice Chair Miller Segura. Um, in regards to the funding, are there going to is there uh, the ability for members of the public, if they have a specific thing that they believe needs funding for that can come out of this, would they be able to request or present, present to the commission? Absolutely. Um, I would anticipate that in that creation of the five-year plan, they're going to get some public input from all kinds of entities and individuals um, that have ideas on how the money should be spent. Um, I think, try to like jumpstart the recruitment talk a little bit. I think in terms of recruitment, um, social media is like going to be huge. I think especially with like Monica said, trying to get like firsthand youth perspectives on the commission um, that are different from this commission or the same commissioners. Um, I think that like that's like a really big way. And I think um, when we do that, we want to emphasize like what specifically they're going to be doing like they're not just going to be like getting on the commission and be like oh I'm from this NGO like I want money to go here like it has to be like more like um, equitable process but it's also something that they can bring their personal experiences into and have that kind of um, like speak from where they come from I guess um, to have because that's going to be like a very valuable play um, valuable thing that these people are going to bring to the commission to have um, to like kind of guide the process of where this money is gonna go. Um, but yeah, I think having the individual council districts as well as the mayor do um, their side of the recruitment since it's like specific to that district, I think that um, then they'll be able to like connect more with the people in that district, which will be um, really helpful. But I think broadly, especially for youth, social media is like important. Thank you. Any other commissioners? Okay, we will now proceed to our next item. Item number four is update on the City of Sacramento Boards and Commission Committee annual reporting process. Is there a staff presentation? Yes, thank you, Chair. Um, I'm presenting again to you on the annual reporting process for City Boards, Commissions, and Committees. So good evening, I'm Mindy Cuppy, the city clerk. 
so that advisory bodies may effectively incorporate their important role, voice, and work to promote thoughtful community recommendations to the City Council on a consistent basis, the PNPE Committee, that's Personnel and Public Employees Committee, will facilitate the process for advisory bodies to communicate their accomplishments, projects, priorities, and recommendations to the City Council. So the port reporting process is outlined um, in the Council Rules of Procedure, but I'm gonna go over briefly. Um, and I expect that depending on the scope of each legislative body's reports may look a little bit different. So at the last PNPE meeting, and what is in your um, agenda packet um, is a sample draft report. So um, we, I keep saying that we're building a new process, um, so I expect it to, to evolve constantly. Um, it'll probably be look very different a year from now, but really we're building this plane as we fly it. So um, PNPE has reviewed the draft template for commissions to use. So at a minimum, the report should include um, most of the following elements. So enacting code, the listing of members, listing of staff support, the purpose and powers of the commission, um, highlights of accomplishments from the previous year and any, any resulting recommendations from that work, um, resources needed to support the legislative body, um, projects, priority, and objectives for the upcoming year, including resources required, so I anticipate that staff will draft the report, bring to the commission for review and input prior to being forwarded to the PNPE committee. So again, I'm available for any questions, should you have any. Thank you for the presentation. Um, clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. I have no speaker slips and no speakers with their hands raised for this item. Thank you. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak on this item? Okay. Um, next item is former item number two, uh, proposed Sacramento Youth Commission 2023 annual plan. Is there a staff presentation? Yes, hi. Um, thank you, Chair, Vice Chair, and Commissioners. Uh, the goal for this item is to prepare you for the June 5th business meeting where you will all discuss and determine potential projects and or areas of focus for the remainder of 2023. We did get a little bit of a late start on this um, given that we didn't have our first business meeting until March, um, but we're kind of playing catch up and we'll be able to make, make it work for this year. So the Sacramento Youth Commission provides recommendations and advice to the City Council on policies, projects, and other matters pertaining to the youth in the City of Sacramento. SYC is also referred to for the recommendations by the Director of the Youth Parks and Community Enrichment, uh, community members, or members of SYC. This, this week, staff will be emailing you a list of past projects, presentations, recommendations, as well as that outline that Mindy just gave you. Um, and based upon that information, you and your own experience, ideas, and thoughts, commissioners will discuss and identify areas of focus during the business meeting in June. For example, some of the past recommendation and accomplishments of SYC include creation of a Facebook Live mental health podcast, Aggie Square project development presentation on youth engagement opportunities, Earth Day cleanup events, funding recommendations for CARES Act money, that's just to name a few. Um, so that's, that's what we're going to be looking for coming in June. Again, uh, staff is going to send you all of that information for a potential annual plan. And then just for future thought processes, in December of 2023, we're going to go through the same process where we'll kind of kick this off to you for discussion in June and, um, you know, coming up with your 2024 plan. So at this point, I'm happy to take any questions if there are any. Thank you. Are there any, clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. I have no speaker slips. I do have one caller uh, with their hand raised. Call on user one. I'm going to unmute you now. Yes, this is Lambert again. And one thing I've noticed when I go to these meetings, including this one, when I hear CARES Act or ARPA funding or Measure U monies, as I go around District 2, and that's where I'm from, District 2, and by the way, 
when I hear these these terms, the that money is from the federal government, which means that it's not the money of the city manager's office or his staff to decide who gets the money on a whim. What do I mean by that? The meetings I've been going to in District 2, when they talk about CARES and ARPA and Measure U, they're starting to talk about matching funds. Why should we have to pay anything when it's uh, federal funding? That's what CARES means. That's what ARPA means. That's what Measure U, that's what I voted for. But in these other neighborhoods that I've gone to meetings, I don't hear matching funds. So to me, that's a discriminatory practice towards the underserved community. That's called predatory lending. What are you doing with the money that comes from paying matching funds when the money came from the government? So I believe that's a pending uh, scandal. Stop using matching funds when you talk to us in District 2 and give us the grant money like you're doing in these other communities. I can show you where certain chambers are getting millions of dollars. Are they? Do they have to put up matching funds for those millions of dollars? I'll find out through an audit. Thank you. Thank you for your comment. Chair, I have no other speakers on this item. Thank you, Clerk. Are there any members of the commission who would like to speak on this item? Commissioner Bizrat. Thank you for your presentation. I was wondering if there were any limitations on what um, we as commissioners can recommend to start as projects. Yeah, so it has to be within our scope um, and within our, I think the word is bylaws, uh, which I have, and we can we can provide those for you. They should also be in the binder that, that was prepared for you. So it's gotta be within our framework and the scope that was assigned to the Sacramento Youth Commission. Um, I think to kind of give context to that, um, last year, I believe it was, um, our focus was mental health and we had our culminating activity was we had um, like a mental health, like kind of like information stand, like day thingy at um, the skate park at Sutter's Landing. Um, and we got like people out there and it was kind of just like, there was a food truck, they got free food and we had like resources and like information for them. Um, and stuff like that. So that, that was kind of like an example. And the previous year, um, what did we do the previous year? I don't remember, but I do remember the CARES Act stuff. Um, and that was pretty cool. So it's, it's kind of like stuff like that. Aggie Square. Um, oh yeah, Aggie Square, yes. I was there at Aggie Square. <laughs> I talked about it at the last business meeting. Um, yeah, that was really cool because we got to go to Sacramento Language Academy. We had a presentation for them and um, we got like the elementary skid elementary kids um, to give us feedback on what they would want to see in like a industry center like that, which was like actually really cool. Um, so it's kind of like stuff like that. If y'all have ideas, obviously um, email our adult allies. Um, yeah, um, Commissioner Bergen. Uh, so, for the, so for the project, um, does it have to be something that directly impacts youth or can it also be something that indirectly impacts youth? For example, does it have to be purely youth mental health or can it be something that may cause mental health issues within youth? Can you give me a for example what that might mean? I mean, I think if it if it involves youth in some way, I think it, it could be something that you could drum up interest for. So um, if you can give me an example, I might be able to give you a yes or a no, but kind of is gray in a sense. Are you gonna example or? Uh, okay, so let's see. Um, let's say, let's say it's something that involves the parents of the youth that then leads to the parents um, maybe giving their kids some sort of men mental health mental health issue or like low self-esteem mm -hmm. 
and so we deal with the issue that's impacting the parent so the parent doesn't get to the point where it impacts their youth. Would it have to be, would it like have to be youth mental health or could it also be that? Thank you, I know it was hard for you to come up with an example on the fly, so I appreciate that. I think if you can draw the connection and you can make that resonate with some of your fellow commissioners, um, that I, I could see a potential for something like that, but you've gotta, you'd have to find the link, if that makes sense. Got it, thank you. Mm-hmm. Commissioner Morley. Um, so thank you for your presentation. I was curious, could this count as um, a civic seal project by any chance? That's a really great question. I, I'd have to get back to you. Um, I think we had one of our very first presenters of this term spoke about the civic seal. So I can find that information and um, give it back to you. Or you, I would assume you're within the district that takes that into consideration, possibly. I can make that connection for you though. You're welcome. Um, if I might add, I think based on what I know from my application this year, it would. Um, it's basically like anything that shows that you like understand a problem, you take action on the problem, and you reflect on how your action helped or didn't help the problem. Um, so it's it's like pretty um, it's pretty broad. So I think that um, like whatever we do, um, it can be. But I'm um, like, I mean, the, there's like really no like restrictions on what you can and can't do. Um, so, but once um, Sarah can get back to you, I think you get like a more specific idea. Yeah. Um, Commissioner Fit. Um, I was just wondering when like the potential time frame for this project would be like, do we have a specific time like in the summer or like later in the year that we would be doing this project? So we're looking at just within the year of 2023, so that way when we come back in December for our 2024 plan, um, we're gonna be able to adopt and vote on that in January for our 2020, 2024 plan. So we might be looking at some smaller um, focus areas, just keeping that in mind. We also have a summer recess in July. So the idea is to get this happening in June, potentially establish some work groups to do some stuff in June and report back to the commission in August with their findings. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Vice Chair Miller-Segura. Um, so with the process of choosing what we um, focus on for the year, is it going to be multiple ideas from each of us and then we vote on which one we want to like go through with or is it going to be more of like we all discuss together and then determine. I think it's gonna be more of a discussion and you determine collectively as a group what your focus should be. Like I said earlier, I think that you're gonna have a more broad area of opportunity come in December, um, but I think it's something you all would discuss and then come to an agreement on in June. Commissioner Bizrat. I was wondering if there was a certain time where we would make a presentation of our idea or if it would just be like an open discussion and we would discuss what we think individually, what we think is important and then come to a consensus of what we should focus on. So what you're gonna be presented is all the, the histor historically what SYC has been involved in. Um, some of the ideas that was uh, given to us in that survey um, so collectively, you all provided information on what was what you were interested in. Um, so we're going to put some data together on that. And then, so when you come back, I think you should be prepared to speak about the things that are important to you as a commissioner um, and be prepared to, I don't want to say sell that idea, but um, be prepared to say why, why that's important to you and where you think the, the, the commission can go with it. Um, is that, does that make sense? I hope I answered your question. Mm-hmm. Any other commissioners? Okay, cool. Um, I, uh, next is commissioner comments, ideas, and questions. This um, is basically go around, clerk calls roll, and we basically um, give a brief rundown of what we've been doing this past month to 
either engage in our community, uplift youth, um, yeah, stuff like that. Okay, um, clerk, can you please call roll? Thank you, Chair. Commissioner Bisserat? Um, lately, I've been mainly focusing on school because um, I'm in my senior year. It's wrapping up. I'm trying to do some like maintenance, really, um, trying to make sure that the leadership positions that I hold right now are passed on to individuals that will be able to um, further the progress that each of my roles um, will be focusing on. And in addition, I've been working with the SES program at UC Davis. Um, mainly, this is more of like on the artistic side, not as much as like activism and stuff like that, but um, poetry, poetry competitions, and trying to um, engage youth who are interested in poetry to um, come out, like show their talents, and provide them the space to do so. Thank you. Commissioner, Commissioner Bergen? Uh, let's see. School, uh, school year's wrapping up for me and AP exams are coming up. Um, but for the summer I've been, I've been applying for more, more leadership type things and programs. And yeah. Thank you. Commissioner Fitt? I mentioned this last month, but I'm still working um, with ASB on um, our wellness fair that we're having this year. It's in two weeks, and we're just working on finding like activities to help engage the students and make it interactive for them. Thank you. Commissioner Fong? So I'm still working with my Girl Scout troop on our journey project where we're working on a call to action video to um, try to get people to talk to people to decrease train derailments and their environmental impacts and their impacts on people. So we recently just um, filmed part of that. And then I'm also working with our environmental club as the school, is, school year for us is coming to an end and trying to figure out like leadership for next year. Thank you. Commissioner Morley? Um, so school-wise, I've just been trying to wrap up the year. Um, unfortunately, AP exams are coming up this week, so I've just been trying to prepare for that mentally and physically. Um, I'm very excited because I was accepted into a program to, um, it's basically called Black um, UC Davis Conference Day. So I'll be able to basically just um, spend a day at UC Davis and collaborate with other black youth that are interested in civic engagement and leadership opportunities. So I'm just very excited for that. Um, and yeah, I'm just trying, well, me and my black student union are trying to figure out who we want to um, nominate for elections, that kind of thing. So it's very time consuming because there's just a lot of amazing people. But other than that, it's just been, you know, trying to make sure that I finish off the year pretty strong. Thank you. Commissioner Mukadar. So um, basically, I've also been trying to wrap up the year. It's my senior year, so I'm pretty busy with like school and finals and just a really busy month. But I was recently selected to be in a scholarship a committee for my district, and it's pretty interesting, and I'm just kind of going to see how that goes. Thank you. Uh, Commissioner Abolu is absent. Commissioner Patel? I have been helping out volunteering um, as a secretariat for a middle school model United Nations program. And it's been really re rewarding getting to see them kind of get excited about current events and the civic engagement. And then also teaching them um, about like parliamentary procedure and Robert's Rules of Order as well. Thank you. Commissioner Corliss? Uh, this is my first SYC meeting, but I'm really looking forward to uh, kind of going forward and becoming more engaged with um, this commission and the people in my district. Um, and although AP and IB exams are coming up, um, I'm really looking forward to over the summer, I've got an internship at Congresswoman Masui's office. 
Um, so I'm looking forward to look at, uh, gaining more experience there in that field. Thank you. Vice Chair Miller Segura. Uh, so the 22 to 23 cohort for SAC is coming to a close. So right now, me and my coworkers are working on presenting our final project to the SUSD school board um, and getting all of that approved and hopefully moving forward with our plans. Besides that, we just had a yearbook convention that we went to um, in San Francisco. So me and my fellow editors, we are kind of preparing for next year's book, getting the theme ready together. Um, and getting everything else sorted. And my school is having an upcoming rally, which I am the rally commissioner for ASB for our school. So it's a little bit <laughs> nerve wracking, but it's because it's the last one of the year, but I'm hoping everything goes well and we are halfway through planning it. So, yeah. Thank you. And Chair Sue? Um, before I go into my update, um, I totally forgot to do this when we talked about um, um, the Measure L stuff, but I like to make a formal or informal request um, that um, the staff outline like specific ways that the Measure L committee would work with the Youth Commission so that we can have that framework um, kind of set so we know what to expect, we know like how to interact, where we end and they stop, where they end and wh where we end and they begin, where they end and we begin. Um, stuff like that so that it's more clear for us so that we can be like more effective like day one as soon as they need help from us we know exactly how we're supposed to give that um, assistance to them. Um, in terms of stuff that I've been doing um, the trees at West finally got planted um, yeah that's been a project of mine since like last summer um, we hit pipes like a whole bunch of times while we were digging the holes um, but the district plumber just called and he was like, yeah, just like move back until you don't find pipes. Um, so we're gonna hope that when the trees grow, they don't bust the pipes, but the trees are in the ground now. Um, and yeah, they're, they're growing. We just gotta figure out um, how they're gonna be taken care of over the summer. Um, yeah, we're looking to like give them to each individual like class so that like they have like a class tree and they like pass it to their freshmen and whatever. So it's kind of like a tradition. So that's, that's how we plan to like keep the trees alive um, and stuff. Um, in terms of like school, AP testing, obviously. Um, yeah, and I've, I've been um, working with Monica on how um, I'm gonna work with SAC kids first this summer to kind of um, work with the, um, all the nonprofits, the Measure L stuff and all that stuff so that we can get Measure L like off the ground um, and running so it's really able to like make a big impact. Yeah, uh, the last item is public comments matters not on the agenda. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on public comments matters not on the agenda? Thank you, Chair. I have one speaker slip and one member of the public with their hands raised online. Um, we're gonna go with the speaker slip first. Uh, it is Robert Usher. Can you please come to the podium? Thank you. Just start whenever. Cool. All right. My name is Robert Usher. I live in the Southside Park neighborhood, and I'm a board member of the Southside Park Neighborhood Association. I'm here this evening to speak to this commission about an issue of a prolonged closure of the pool at Southside Park. Uh, we recently, recently learned that the last year's closure is extended throughout this summer with no projected date for reopening. Um, so I'd like to share with you some observations and input that uh, we have found um, on this continuing issue. So we live in the neighborhood, of course, and many of us use the pool in the summer. Uh, many of us moved there, and that's one of the reasons we moved there. So to have it unavailable for another year with no indication that it will be open next year does, does not indicate that the city intends to or is capable of reliably providing this amenity to its residents. Other neighborhoods also use the pool, you know, down through Land Park, Curtis Park, all through the central, central city. Uh, the city has proposed to provide busing to other pools uh, throughout the city, which we do not find to be a satisfactory solution. They're long routes, it's a fixed schedule, not nearly as, as convenient as being able to walk or ride to a neighborhood pool. We notice other pools in the city have been repaired and upgraded recently, notably Clooney Pool and McKinley Park has a very large um, 
upgrade to extend its opening throughout the season while we have yet uh, again a closed pool. Um, when we discussed this, these issues with the cities were told as top priority, but we don't see that priority reflected in any budget items being allocated towards fixing this. Um, and so I encourage this commission to urge city council and the youth parks and community enrichment department to please prioritize these necessary repairs and upgrades to reopen the pool at Southside Park, um, especially commissioners Millisiger and Gorlis. I, I see that you work with District 4. We welcome you to come speak with us, uh, find out how you can work with us on these issues. Um, Southsidepark.gmail.com is the best way to contact us. Thank you. Thank you for your comment. Uh, I will now move on to our um, online comment. Um, call on user one, I'm going to unmute you now. Yes, this is Lambert Davis, and I was gonna speak on one topic, but then I heard about the person talking about a pool issue. If you really wanna see a pool controversy in Del Paso Heights, Grant High School has a pool there, and when I was growing up there, we had access to it. But now they, can you imagine, it's not a maintenance issue, it's just being allowed to get into the pool. One of the hottest summers was last summer. It was one of the hottest summers in September, and the youth in Del Paso Heights had nowhere to go swim. And then when we looked into it, they said, well, it's a district issue. It's this or that. But the ones who work at the district, they don't live in Del Paso Heights, so they don't really care where their children are swimming is fine, but where ours are is a, is a controversy. So you young people on this youth commission, look into that. The youth of all parts of the city need to swim, not just certain neighborhoods that can have their associations and, and get past all of that. So that should be looked into heavily, that the youth in Del Paso Heights, I'm not talking about District 2. District 2 is one of the most gerrymandered districts in the United States. It has over 20 communities. Can you imagine? No other district in Sacramento has more than 10. That's gerrymandering. You young people need to study what gerrymandering means and also redlining and restrictive covenants. That's what my parents and grandparents went through. That's why I pay attention to City Hall. Thank you. Thank you for your comment. Chair, I have no more speakers with their hands raised. Thank you, Clerk. That concludes today's agenda. Thank you, everyone, for your participation. This meeting is adjourned at 6.52 p.m.